Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Come on, side, side, Check one, two, one, two. Hey, everybody, what's happening? It's Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son, the podcast now. I know if you're watching this that you are not used to seeing Come On, Son, the podcast in this capacity. Um, for the last couple of weeks, you've been, or months, actually, you've been seeing Come On, Son, the podcast in a, in a studio. Well, we took the studio and we put it on hiatus for a little while. That's our season. Our season is over, but doesn't mean our studio season is over with the guests, but that doesn't mean we stop doing Come On, Son, the podcast. So I'm doing Come On, Son, the podcast right here in my office at home where I usually do all my recordings, where I do all my drops and everything that's concerning my radio station. So I figured if I'm going to do Come On, Son, the podcast right here in home, I might as well have a little sip of something. So I got out my Belvini, right? This is, I got a little bit left. This is a 12-year-old double wood Belvini. This is a straight single malt scotch whiskey. Um, and it's uh it's it's a beautiful it's it's, it's in from Scotland. The the Belvini family has been making scotches for a long time. I, I got that. I got my what I call big ass glass. You see how big that glass is? That's not a regular size glass. Look, my whole hand can fit around it. I got the big ass glass. I'm gonna pour myself a sip of Belvini. Because this glass can hold a lot. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So I got my Belvini. Cheers to you if you're going to have a drink with me while you listen to this podcast. Not if you're driving. I know a lot of y'all listen to my podcast while you're driving. So I got my Belvini. I got my big-ass glass. I got my cigar. This one is a Monte Cristo uh, Open Earl. Got this. This is a Cuban. Somebody gave me this for my birthday. Look at that. Look at that beautiful thing right there. So I'm going to smoke that. I'm going to sip on that. And I don't know if y'all noticed it about me or not, but for the last, I would say a couple of years, I've really been into fedoras. I've really, really been into wearing nice hats. And it seems like the fedora craze is taking over the entire country. So what I did was bring one of my favorite fedoras to show y'all. Look at that. It says, Yo, TV Raps. It says, Who's the Man? And it says, Come on, son. Right there. Um, this is one of my favorite fedoras, man. And uh, I'll put it on the screen to let y'all know who made this fedora for me and how you can get one like it or have them make a custom fedora for you. And um, it's just been a lot going on, man. And you know what? Let's start off by talking about something that's on everybody's mind. And that is the NBA. Let's talk about the NBA 
Let's talk about a lot of things going on in the NBA. But first and foremost, let's talk about what happened and what's going on with John Morant and what we really think that we can expect to happen down the line with John Morant. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me put my hat on now. See, I got to put the headphones like this. I don't usually wear my headphones like this, but this one of my favorite fedoras, so I want to wear it for the podcast. Okay. So let's talk about John Morant. Now, the first time... John Morant flashed a gun in Denver, Colorado, in a strip club. We gave John Morant a big pass on that. A lot of NBA players did. A lot of people said, hey, John needs help. Uh, He took some time off away from the team. He wanted to get himself better into like a rehab program. Uh, He got suspended for eight games. Then he came back and he played in the playoffs. And we were like, Young kid mistake. He's probably drunk as hell. Let's give John Morant a pass. What we totally ignored is things that had happened with John Morant before that. And there was a lot of things that had happened with John Morant before that. There's a lot of problems that John Morant had gotten himself into, uh, including that Uncle Shannon shop scrape up, the alleged uh, showing of a gun to a 17-year-old after a pickup basketball game, the the alleged altercation between said 17-year-old boy and John Morant. So there's a lot of things that happened with John Morant. The alleged pointing of a red beam at a visiting team's bus in Memphis, the fact that one of his good friends was banned from the Grizzlies arena, couldn't come for the rest of the year, the fact that his father and Dylan Brooks and teammates got into it with Uncle Shannon Sharp, which kind of gave you a little insight into John Morant's father, you know, and uh, I've seen John Morant's father not act like John Morant's father, but act more like John Morant's friend. And I don't know how y'all grew up, but my father let it be known that he was my father. There was no ifs, no ands, no two, no buts, no nothing about it. Big James let me, little James, know that he was the HNIC that he was the head nigga in charge and that it was what it was and I ain't had shit to say about it. And that's it. He was the man. That that was point blank, period. I grew up in a family with my dad, James Sr., my mom, Viola, my oldest brother, Kelvin, my second oldest brother, Thomas Larry, then me, James Edwin Roberts Jr., and then my sister, Sonia Geneva. Kelvin's middle name is Ricardo. Don't ask me where my mother got that from. But I digress. But in that household, there was a pecking order. It was my parents first, then my older brother, then my second oldest brother, then me, and then my sister. We gave my sister hell, too. But we all knew that my parents were absolutely in charge. We knew it. Mm. That Belvini double wood is good. We knew that if my parents had to come up to that school, you was getting your ass beat. We knew that we weren't we weren't friends with my parents. We knew that. I don't think that John Morant's dad knows that they're not homies. He is all over the place, kind of like he's the star. And I don't get it. I don't get it. There was a clip floating around. Social media of his father dancing and 
acting a fool. And people say, now we see what the problem is with John Moran. John Moran got into the league. It's him that's the star. He's trying to bring everybody with him. But I don't know if, if he's being influenced by the streets or he's just listening to too much ridiculous rap shit. You know what I mean? And he's still a kid. He's still a kid. So the first time it happened, we were like, all right, he's a kid, right? That's what everybody said. We was like, he's a kid. No big deal. We ain't going to trip over the shit, right? He's a kid. Kids make mistakes. I know I made mistakes with guns when I was a kid. I know that. I, I absolutely know I did. Not enough to get myself in trouble. Not enough to get myself incarcerated. But I wasn't in the NBA. Now, the second time it happened, now we got to say, come on, son. Like, you really have to say, come on, son. It was only a couple of months ago when the first incident. And then here we go with the second incident in a car when you have to understand, John Morant, you got to pick better friends, bro. You got to understand that because it, it wasn't even on his live this time. It was on his friend's live that was driving the car. The same dude that was told not to come back to where the Memphis Grizzlies play. It was on his live, y'all. And he put the phone on Ja, and Ja had the gun up. Now, hell yeah, it's Ja's fault. But is it homeboy's fault, too, for putting the, putting the camera on him? Absolutely. Do you need to pick better friends? Absolutely. Do you need to understand that the NBA, no matter what y'all want to say about it, the NBA is like any other company. Let me give you a little quick story about something that happened to me. One night I went to a club. And I went to the club with my fiance at the time. And she got into some altercation with some white girls. The white girls kept bumping into her. She asked them to stop. They were drunk. They came back over in her side again, bumped into her. Now, we're in a VIP type of section. It was a club called Duvet. It had beds, and the bed was like your VIP section. She's up on the rail chilling, and they bumping into her, bumping into her, and they got into an altercation. So a scrap happened, and one of the girls threw a drink in my fiance's face. This is before she was my wife, and I seen the other one coming with a big-ass bottle. Y'all know the kind of bottles that I'm talking about. I'm talking about that gigantic-ass magnum gallon bottle of whatever it was, Grey Goose, or a Belvedere, so that big-ass Belvedere bottle. She came with the bottle cocked back over her head, and I punched the dog shit out of her. I knocked her right down to the floor. And as when I went to court later on, I found out that I had the absolute right to protect my fiancé, right? Long story short, it cost me a lot of money, but I only got seven days of community service for disturb disturbing the peace. I say all of that to say this. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have hit that young lady. I would have restrained myself, and I would have restrained her, but I wouldn't have punched her. I wouldn't have punched her. The shit cost me a whole fucking lot of money. Matter of fact, it cost me over $80,000 in legal fees, and it also cost me money because she sued me civilly, and I had to pay her out of court, so that cost me money. And I could have lost my job at the radio station because there was a moral clause in my contract. You cannot tell the NBA what to do. 
They have clauses that you cannot do anything that's detrimental to the league and making the league look bad. And what John Morant did was detrimental to the league and made the league look bad to their corporate sponsors to where they get their money. They don't want the corporate sponsors going, look at the kind of league that you're running when these young kids is running around flashing guns on social media. Everything doesn't belong on social media. Thank God they understood my position and I did not get let go because of it. But just like the Oakland Athletics announcer who just got fired, he was first suspended because he said, oh, we had a day. We went to the nigga league museum just like he got fired for that. Now, do I think he should have been fired? He's been there 20 years. He's never had a mishap before. They should have made him take sensitivity training and got and bring him back slowly. But this is where we're living in right now. And if he did get fired, people would have lost their mind. I don't believe that he should have been fired, but that's just me. He's been there 20 years. He made a mistake. People say, well, if he said that, he probably said nigga a lot of times too. There's a lot of shit that you say and I say that we don't want everybody to know about, right or wrong. Come on, son. All right, then. So he should have had to take sensitivity, and then he should have been allowed to come back and do his job. But I say that because I did not lose my job because of that. I didn't even get suspended because of it. John Morant, on the other hand, lost a gang of money. He didn't make any all-NBA teams, so he lost $39 million. Now we have to sit back and see, wow, what's next, right? What What's the next thing? That's going to happen to John Morant. Some people are saying he's going to get an entire season or at least half a season suspension from the NBA because you have to look at it from that corporate perspective. You have to look at it from, from a personal perspective. I know people were like, well, Chris Catan, I think his name is, or what are the, the big center? He wasn't a star player in the league, but he had polls back in the days on social media with some guns. But those were like his guns, right? I have posted video of me shooting my stuff at the range. But back in those days, social media wasn't like it is now. Y'all know we live in a total world of social media. Y'all know that. Everything that an athlete does, everything that somebody does is being shot all over social media, right? Jordan's son dating Scottie Pimpin's ex-wife. Loss of Pippen, all over social media. Everything, everything is on social media. So you have to be careful as an athlete and as a person who is beginning to become the face of the league. He's the face of the franchise for the Memphis Grizzlies. It was stupid. It was stupid in the worst. Yo, when I saw this shit, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this got to be the dumbest shit I ever seen anybody do. You just got, you should have been so far away from guns. And what kind of friends do you have, John Morant? Mm. What kind of friends that do you have, Duke? Like, for real? You got to have them kind of friends like Boys in the Hood. Remember when Ricky got killed, y'all, in Boys in the Hood? Do y'all remember that? Do you remember when Ricky got killed and Cuba Good Jr. wanted revenge so bad that he got in a car with Ice Cube and them and he was ready to murder somebody, but that really wasn't his thing? 
and they threw him out the car. Well, at one point, something similar like that happened to me when my man Stretch got killed. I was strapped up. I'm ready. I'm going to shoot, kill everybody because I love my homie that much. And the niggas that was really about that life told me to go sit my punk ass down somewhere before I end up dead in jail. And I had a career. My career was blossoming. And I'm on MTV, and they knew that wasn't my life. So, Ja, bro, from an OG to you, you're playing a dangerous game, bro. This is not who you are. You don't want to get mixed up in the street shit when it's not who you are. And your friends, your real friends would tell you, nigga, sit your stupid ass down and stop. Play basketball. If you want to do something for us, that's fine. But a real friend in your organization would help you to achieve more and not take away from what you're already doing. Not encourage you to do stupidity. They will be rooting for you, my brother. They will be rooting for you. That's what real friends do. Real friends will tell you you're wrong. That's why I have the same friends that I've always had. Because my friends tell me when I'm wrong. My friends applaud for me when I'm right. And my friends check my ass when I'm wrong. And that's a real, real, real Friend, not somebody who's just along for the ride, along because you got some bread or whatever, 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 and really don't give a fuck about you, don't care about you, ain't down with you at all, really don't give a shit, them ain't really your friends. But a friend is going to tell you, bro, you wrong. You need to sit down. Listen, pay some bills. We be back with more. Come on, son, the podcast. We live and breathe real. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. Yep, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that makes the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, get that piece you've always wanted, and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that watch moving is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather, and never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. One in eight. That's how many people have worked at McDonald's and where some have continued their career. Where graduates of McDonald's Career Online High School program are now role models leading the next generation. Where aunties, uncles, cousins, and communities learn skills they can use in every aspect of life. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, did y'all know that Ford Strong means more than just physical? See, right now Ford is sharing some of those inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, or creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights Dee Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field 
and for those all around her. Dee Bryan is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at age 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating toward four vehicles as a personal ride when she's off the screen. In fact, most of her stunt driving training took place in the Ford Mustang. Dee is one of those few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the industry. She constantly battles against racism, sexism, unfair representation, and many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of our many examples that show us that four drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they are built Ford proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com slash Built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Come on, son, son. We are back with more of Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son. I'm at Lover. Look at my hat, man. Look at my, my, my beautiful fedora. Y'all see that? The Yom TV Rats, we just celebrated anniversary. Who's the man? We celebrated that anniversary. Come on, son. It's been going strong for quite some time. I'm going to have some Come On, Son merchandise coming real soon uh, for all of y'all. If you would like to purchase, if you would like to, it's, it's, it's not mandatory, but if you would like to, it's cool. Um, so we're talking about the whole John Morant fiasco, right? And we're still waiting to see uh, what he's going to get. Now, as of the taping of this podcast, there's a game four between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics going on. And I'm very, very intrigued by this. I, I am super intrigued by this because nobody really thought that Miami was that. And as of right now, I think that, well, I'm doing this at nighttime, so the game started already. Um, Miami is up 3-0 on the Boston Celtics, and the Boston Celtics were the number two seed in the East, and Miami came in at the number eight seed. There's going to be a big mix-up in Boston if Boston loses this series, and it's going to be very difficult for Boston to win this series down 3-0. Now, if they win tonight, then it's 3-1. But there's, I don't think nobody in the NBA Finals has ever come back from 3-1. I think it might have been one or two. Well, matter of fact, LeBron and them did it. LeBron came back from 3-1 the year that he won in Cleveland. Yeah, when they played Golden State. Yeah, they were down three games to one, and they came back in the NBA Finals. But this is the Eastern Conference Championship. And there's going to be some shakeups, man. I don't know if Brown and Tatum are going to still be together, and especially if they lose. And if Joe Mazzula, if they lose, he just might get fired. Like, immediately, I'm not saying that he deserves it, so don't go quote me saying Ed Lover said Joe Mazzula Deserves to be fired. I love you people in Boston. Don't shit on me. I didn't I didn't say that. Okay. I did not say that. I said it's a possibility that he'll go he's gonna get fired. Like I think one of the worst things that you could do as a coach is sit there on the podium and say, I did not have them ready to play. The Suns coach said that and he got fired. And that dude was coach of the year a few times. I don't even know. If he really deserved to be fired. 
but he got fired. He got fired. They let him go. And there's a lot of people that's up for that job. Nick Nurse that got fired in Toronto after he won a championship. Go figure. He's up for that job. A couple of other people, the first assistant coach, Kenny Atkinson, from Golden State is up for that job. Um, I'm hearing that Toronto is actually looking at Mark Jackson to be their head coach. I'm not understanding why Mark Jackson is not a head coach in the league, but that's what I'm hearing. But if Boston loses, and there's a strong possibility that they can because they play in game three, they gave up. They fucking quit. Ain't no way you're going to tell me that Boston did not quit. They played no kind of defense whatsoever. Miami and, and Jimmy Butler and the boys were scoring at well. And speaking of Jimmy Butler, if you don't know why they call him Jimmy Buckets right now, where you been? Get out, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. They call him Jimmy Buckets for a reason. He's balling. He's balling in the playoffs, yo. The playoffs is his thing. And as y'all just saw it, with Denver, we get into that in a minute. Jokic is balling too. But let's get back to Miami versus the Celtics. I don't know what happened with the Celtics. Why they just it's almost like if the Celtics are up big, they can ball. But when they start losing, they don't have any way of coming back. Like they don't have any urgency to buckle down and chip away at a lead. That game three, they just let, yo, for real? Miami just rolled. Rolled all over them. So let's keep our eye on that Miami-Boston. By the time you get this, it, it, it that, that'll be at some conclusion because June 1st, the NBA Finals start, right? And speaking of the NBA Finals, come on, son. Denver swept the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to say this again. Denver swept the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. Swept them. They did not win one game in the Western Conference Finals. They did not win one game in the Western Conference Finals. Not one. In the last two minutes of that game, game four, I watched LeBron take two absolutely ridiculous shots. The first one was horrible. Hit off the side of the backboard. The last one, let's play hero ball. Let me be the hero. They were down by two points for four seconds left. Let me come off the screen, get the ball. They played perfect defense. Perfect defense. Jamal Murray got his hand on the ball, and when LeBron tried to shoot it, it got blocked. And that was it. Game over, they got swept. You got LeBron and AD. Let's start with AD first, the man that I call Gingerbread Davis because he's always hurt. He fall down, he crack like a gingerbread cookie, but he managed to stay healthy through the playoffs. Did his thing against – he did his thing actually really against the Kings and especially against the Warriors. He gave it to Draymond. Draymond was no match for him, but it was a good game, then a bad game, then a good game, then a bad game. There's no consistency with AD. So you can't, as a Los Angeles Laker, Rob Palenka, whoever's in the front office, you can't think right now I can turn his team over to AD. You can't. You can't even possibly be thinking on, on those terms right now. No way. Now, he's not ready. He's not ready. 
He's not ready. And I think Anthony Davis is a great player. I really do. But sometimes he just disappears. And that game four, LeBron had 40. Kudos to LeBron. He's the oldest player in NBA history to ever have 40 games in an elimination game in a playoff. Kudos to him. You know they keep all them stats, all of that, whatever. They keep all of that. But with you and AD, Jokic handed y'all y'all ass, man. The dude averaged a triple-double, averaged a triple-double in every series so far. The depth of the Denver Nuggets is incredible. And didn't y'all, didn't Caldwell Pope used to be a Laker? Wasn't he a Laker at one time? I believe he was. Y'all got rid of him? Struder didn't show up? A lot of y'all dudes just didn't show up, man. AD really didn't show up in that last game. Yeah, what, like 19? For him, that ain't enough. I mean, he played some defense. I give him that, but you got to score, bro. 19 ain't enough for, for what kind of salary you command in it, what your status is supposed to be in the NBA. That last game, an elimination game, and all you can give me is 19, ain't enough, bro. Brian gave us 40. You're supposed to give me 32-33, bro. Y'all only lost by two. You got swept. Now, of course the comparisons to Jordan are going to happen. I'm going to say this. You could debate me all you want to. In my opinion, just me, not your opinion, Ed Lover, me, in my opinion, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time in the NBA. Notice what I said. In the NBA, has Michael Jordan been swept before? Yes, but never in a seven-game series. Before, it used to be five games. Like the opening round was, was a five-game series. He lost twice. One time he had 63 in a game against the Celtics. The Celtics swept them, and Mike had 63. Then they got swept again by the Celtics. But he's never been swept in an Eastern Conference semifinal or Eastern Conference final or... You know he's never been swept in an NBA final because he's been to six of them and he won every single one of them. LeBron got swept the Western Conference Finals and swept twice in the NBA Finals. That's it. Who's the greatest NBA basketball player of all time? The debate is over. And I said that. I said it to friends, and I'm saying it to you. Before that game happened, I said, if they get swept, it's going to affect LeBron's legacy as to the GOAT conversation. And I knew, and it did. And people act like because we say that, that we're taking a doo-doo on LeBron. We're not taking a doo-doo on LeBron. We're not doing that at all. It's just a matter of opinion. Is he the greatest of all time during his time period? That's still up for grabs too. Because Kobe played during his time period, and so did Tim Duncan. And so did Steph Curry. And there's a lot of times people was like, Steph Curry is the greatest of right now, and Tim Duncan is the greatest right now, and Kobe is the greatest right now. Let's figure it out. Nothing against Bron Bron. Bron Bron is number two to me. Jordan is number one as far as NBA basketball players are concerned. I'm going to reiterate that one more time. I said NBA basketball players. 
Now, the greatest basketball player, period, of all time, NBA and outside of NBA, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's my opinion. At one point, remember, he was the scoring champion, and he's won on every level. And he has five rings. So does Kobe. And you play to get the ring, right? Robert Ory got seven. Bill Russell has 11. But is there another NBA player that has won that much on every single level? Like Kareem, he won at Power Memorial. He won at UCLA. He won one with the Bucks when he was playing in Milwaukee. And then he won with the Lakers. Is anybody ever? I don't know. Because y'all could do the research. Tell me another player of that stature that has won on every level like Kareem, even in high school. Tell me somebody that has as many rings as Kareem, but has won in college and high school and everything else. Because remember, at one point, Kareem was so good, you couldn't dunk in the NBA. Look it up. Just because things happened before you were born does not mean that history should be ignored. They got swept. It was embarrassing. That's embarrassing. For real. I don't know if Bron Bron is going to retire. I hope not. But Father Tom has definitely caught up with him because in the second half of that game, he had nothing left. He really did. He, he really gave it everything that he had. And they should have been able to say, well, Bron, if the shot ain't there, toss it in the AD and let AD get the shot. Or get a ball to AD and let Bron get loose and let Bron take an un, you know contested last shot, but they puts everything on LeBron's back, man. And at almost 40, you just ain't got it like that no more. Back in the days, LeBron would have fought through that with his strength, but he is, he was exhausted. He's exhausted. He ain't taking nothing away, away from him, but I knew that that sweep was going to affect his legacy with the GOAT conversation. I knew that. Los Angeles Laker fans are mad as hell, but you can't spell Los Angeles Lakers without the loss, can you? <laughs> Come on, son. Whole lot of shit going on, man. Y'all heard about this uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce $200 million house they bought, the most expensive house in uh, the state of California ever, the most expensive real estate ever sold in the state of California. It was going for two eighty five. dollars They bought it for $200 million and allegedly paid for it in cash. In cash, y'all. That's what they that's what they say. That's what they say. Come on, son. I'm Ed Lover. This has been Killer Ed Son, the podcast. And until next time, peace out, y'all. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and beauty rest black with 60 months special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details oh, 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 for a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.